Besties! Best, best, yeah. besties. Stop. I th it's in the outro. We recorded in the outro, didn't we? And you and welcome to the very special GDC edition of The Besties. I'm Vox Games Managing Editor, Justin McElroy, and I know the best game of the week. I'm Russ Frustick, Senior Editor of Vox Games, and I know the best game of the week. I'm Christopher Plant, uh, also a Senior Editor of Vox Games, and my game's really good! <laughs> You say your name was really good or your game? My my game is really good. Okay. Uh, my name is Chris Grant, and it rhymes with Chris Blatt. Uh, and so my name is really good, uh, but also I've got a really good game to share with you guys on this week's The Besties. <laughs> oh, and, and what do you do here? Oh, uh, sorry, I'm the inner chief. Bye. Chris is a, Chris is a guestie this week. We uh, have him uh, flown in specifically because Griffin uh, could not be here. He's in Austin. We're in beautiful San Fran, riding a trolley together, just four friends. We're on the trolley, right? Yeah, we're, we're, yeah. that's good. Earthquake! Oh. <laughs> we did. That. Did you we're guys wake up for the earthquake? Yeah, yeah, there was an earthquake. It was pretty jacked, right? There were two earthquakes, back to back. Yeah. Size four. Size I four. didn't feel it, guys. I was busy hanging with, with uh, Danny Tanner and DJ and the guys. Yeah, in the house. Yeah, and the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> yeah, we were just having a good time. Um, so, Comet was being a... Silly dogs <laughs> running around. So every week on the Besties, we uh, talk about the best games we played that week. Uh, we try to make them new, ideally new games, fresh, fresh. And uh, once we selected our favorite, um, then the we pit that game against last the current bestie. Chris, what is the was the current best game of the year? Uh, <clears throat> the current bestie is SSX, uh, the game in which. You snowboard down a hill with uh, the ghost of your dead father. Okay, that's good. So it's kind of like the Hamlet of snowboarding. In uh, short. Or the ghost dad of snowboarding. <laughs> ghost dad of snowboarding. Both classics. <laughs> Both written by Shakespeare. Uh, we actually, uh, so two notes this week. One, we have a new wrinkle to our voting system at the end of the week. Uh, players can no longer vote for their own game when we're choosing the game of the week. Why was I not informed of this? I just came up with it. Someone suggested it on Twitter, and I think it's a hell of an idea. And, and also, uh, no politicking allowed, oh, which would be to try to, uh, game to, rig, the system. to game the system or rig future votes. You mean survivor style? Yeah, you can't promise a vote down the okay. line. Okay. Actually, uh, that is uh, still under debate with the Rules Council. <laughs> what? We're, yeah, I'm sorry. The, uh, the Swedish judge came in very late in the process. Wow. He vetoed. Uh, so we're still debating. <laughs> oh, politics. great. Yeah, it's it's uh, the Besties Council. There are, of course, Besties branches in, in most of the countries across this great land. In but, the 48 um, states. The other hiccup this week is we are here at GDC. So... We thought that instead of talking about the new games that are released, that are coming out, that are that we're playing, that you can buy on retail shelves right this second, we'll talk about the games that we uh, played. And the GDC is uh, an acronym for the Game Developers Conference, which not everyone knows about, which is a place where game developers come from around the world, uh, show their wares to each other. <laughs> 
Some of them are great. Most of them are not as great. <laughs> the game developers? <laughs> or you mean the game uh, Both. Yeah, okay. Uh, no, game developers tend to be pretty friendly. Uh, some of the games tend to be incredible. Uh, and those are going to be the ones that we're going to be talking about. Uh, because each of us has played a game that we feel deserves to be the bestie. Even though some of these haven't been released. I should. We are bending yeah. the rules a little bit. Yeah, just yeah. As right. a matter of fact, I don't think any of these have been released. No. Yeah. I'll also say, I'm pretty sure, I don't even think my game is coming out this year. Right. Or, awesome. you know, some there. of these might never come out. So we're going to give you recommendations for games you'll never play. Ghost awesome. games. These are games ghost for... Games. Ghost games for ghost dads. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, in the past we've done three minutes. I, I feel like that long. felt a little lugubrious. I think we need to trim it down to two minutes. Okay, that sounds good. Two minute pitches? How's that yeah, sound? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who wants to kick it off? I think the winner should kick it off. The okay, winner I'll, should start, yes. I'm, I'm more than happy. Are you ready to time me? Go! This episode of The Best These is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their Aura frames and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, my game of the week is called Showdown Effect. And here, here's kind of the elevator pitch. Take uh, Super Smash Brothers and then combine it with, like, 1980s, 1990s action movies. So you have these big, giant open worlds based off of these classic set pieces, like kind of Neo Tokyo from Blade Runner. Uh, and then the characters, up to eight online, are kind of uh, tropes from other movies. Not tropes, but uh, kind of stock characters. So you have, like, the hard-boiled uh, New York cop, and then the, uh, the, the man who's lost his identity and lost his wife, too. Uh, and each one has their own abilities and kind of one-liners that they give, which are kind of your taunts in Super Smash Brothers. The difference being, obviously, that there's a lot more weapons. So instead of it being close combat, it's kind of ranged combat with shotguns and rocket launchers and machine guns. Uh, and the block move, instead of just being like a fucking orb around their head, <coughs> is uh, these uh, kind of like Matrix-style or Hong Kong-style dodge moves. So the game comes down to using these dodges where you're bending reality and like falling out of windows and stuff to uh, evade bullets just long enough to shoot someone in the face. And to share a little moment out of it, because I think it's important to show what you can have done in the game, uh, I, I played this for like 30 seconds, and within those 30 seconds I was already dodging bullets, 
grabbed a man, shoved him out of an eight-story uh, office complex onto the floor, through a glass ceiling, and then onto a subway, pulled out a shotgun, and blasted him in the face. And you can pick that up all in like 30 seconds uh, of time. There's like no difficulty of learning the controls, which I think is pretty, pretty damn amazing. Uh, so you get, you get familiar gameplay, Super Smash Brothers. You get uh, familiar characters from every movie that you've ever loved. And uh, you get all these badass things that ideally you'll be able to load up onto YouTube and make yourself a little action star. And ah, that's pretty time, time. damn good. Time. 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 You're done. Uh, Chris, that sounds interesting. What is the what is the graphic uh, sort of aesthetic? Uh, it's two dimensional, but it's uh, 3D graphics, and there's lots of bloom lighting. It's, oh, it's oh, lots wow. of lots JJ of bloom Abrams lighting. Gonna love yeah, this yeah, one. yeah. Uh, it, it, it's very pretty. It kind of looks like an Unreal game, which is a weird thing to say, but just it looks like almost a 2D version of Shadow Complexy. Almost. Okay, so I remember there was a game on Xbox Live Arcade where you played as like furries, basically with guns. I think it was called Small, Small Arms. Arms. I also remember that it sounded a little bit like that, and it was also terrible. Uh, yes. But no, no. <laughs> I, 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 I will give you that. The difference being uh, this is developed by Europeans. What was Small Arms developed by? Uh, I don't know. Probably some people in Miami. Furries? Definitely. So who's the developer of this, this new... Uh, I know it's being released by Paradox Interactive. Clearly, you've done your research because you don't know the name so of the developer. So wait, if it's Paradox, is this not? Is it going to be a PC game? Uh, it is a PC game. PC oh. only? Well, a, a for Smash Brothers style game that's, only on the PC. No, the, but, but the reason why? Yeah, no, that's perfect because no, 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 it's no. the year 1996. No, no, no. So no, no, we're gonna no, no, love no. this one. No, no. Okay, it's also on Mac. I believe it will be coming to Mac also. Oh, good. The so gaming, PC and, the, and the gaming Mecca. The, the people love the Mac games. Yeah. Uh, and you'll be able to play it with friends on your work computer. Which, hey, what else are you playing on your work computer? Okay. At least I'll make the voting easy. It was, it yeah. No, no, no. Uh, they, they did say there may come a time where it's released on Xbox. Yeah, when Quetzalcoatl comes back and swallows <laughs> me in the earth. Rust, <coughs> what is your game? Okay. My game is a little game called Spelunky. You uh, may know this game if you're a fan of indie games, because it actually, in a way, came out several years ago. In a way. It came out on PC several years ago. Uh, but As now- we all know, PC does not count. You're right. It's a gaming <laughs> you're right. That's why I'm ignoring that release and only talking about the Xbox Live Arcade game, which uh, is what I played this week for the first time. Uh, Spelunky is a 2D platforming game where you control... Uh, he looks like Indiana Jones little cartoony style, but he, you know, he's cute. He's got a whip, he's got a hat, he's got a rope. Um, and your objective is basically to explore caves, looking for treasure, saving ladies, if you will, um, <laughs> killing bats that fly at you randomly. Um, now the, the, the twist here is that you only get one life. If you die, that's it, you start from the beginning. So it's brutally difficult, but rewarding. <laughs> Now, now, uh, there's, there's some, uh, you know, X-Factors that they've thrown into the Xbox Live Arcade game that w- wasn't in the PC one, which we're ignoring. First of all, obviously, the graphics much improved. They're HD. They're very pretty. Uh, the more interesting thing is that it has co-op multiplayer for up to four people, um, where you can basically journey for as long as you can uh, with four other people. If they die, you got to ditch them. Or you can carry their bodies for extra points. 
how many games out there let you carry bodies for extra points? You can even revive them if you find a casket. Um, let's see, you can break into stores and steal jetpacks from stores because there are stores in the in the uh, caves. And um, yeah, Spl oh, there's deathmatch too. Four player deathmatch. It's like Bomberman. How much time do I have? Six seconds. Um, penises. <laughs> that okay. has no bearing. Uh, for first question. Uh, what would stop me from killing you and in Spelunky and carrying your body around for all those extra points? Okay. Because I feel motivated to get some mad points. Here's the thing. <laughs> you can do that. How, how would you... You would never play again then. No. Well, you won't get as high a score. Uh, if, you'll work, if you work together, you'll get a better chance. Than me. But, but I wouldn't get all the points. <laughs> no, but you would lose overall. It's, it's more of a war. It's not a battle. So it's teaching you <laughs> to work together. But if you don't want to work together, you want to be a jerk, you can do that too. It's up to you. So it's got flexibility. Flexibility. Flexibility, yes. What is the time waste factor? And by that, I mean how many hours of time could I put into it, then die, and then lose? Feasibly, your entire life. So you could play this game forever <coughs> and then die and lose and have to start from scratch. Oh, so is there any persistence? Uh, yes, there is. There are uh, certain points that you can unlock that are like checkpoints where you can skip sort of ahead. But I don't know that that's true. That was in the PC one. The PC <laughs> one had persistence. I just made that up. <laughs> but there's probably some persistence. <laughs> so it's like a roguelike. It's a, it is absolutely a roguelike. It's inspired by uh, roguelikes. A rogue, if you will. That's why it's like can you, a rogue. Can you beat this game? Uh, yes, there is an end. How long do I have to play this game? I don't know. I haven't beaten it yet. It doesn't sound like we have an expert in I, the room. I just played a half hour. <laughs> How like, long did you play your yeah, game that you don't know the developer of? I, I know. I beat it. I yeah. shot the guy. I, he said... I'm sure somewhere said, in I, Poland you know, they're crying over said, the fact said, that they don't, do I beat you don't know their name. And they said, you, you win the round. You kill this guy. And I got five to four. Done. Well, I, you can play Deathmatch. I won uh, several matches of Deathmatch. Sounds like dog crap. It's terrific. It sounds pretty good. Uh, Chris... Guest. Guest. Chris Grant. Chris Grant. Give me a taste. So my game is The Witness uh, by, what is it, uh, Thecla, I think, um, which is Jonathan Blow's new uh, development studio, um, since unlike Brave, which was made with two people, uh, for a long time just him and then an artist, um, this game's been made by like, something like 15 people uh, with a pretty healthy-sized budget, like 2 to $3 million. It is, um, it's a fully 3D um, puzzle game. Uh, think basically mist, or probably more realistic, like, like real mist, where you can actually walk around. Uh, and uh, you walk around this island, it's all very mysterious and very um, solitary, um, and you, you solve these puzzles that are on panels. Uh, and even in the short time I played it, which is about 30 or 40 minutes, you start to see the, the complexity of the puzzles um, really increasing, uh, and, and you, know, you start learning, uh, and the game kind of teaches you in a very elegant way how to solve more and more complicated puzzles and you use those to, to you sort of uh, stack them to solve um, and, and kind of gain entry to new parts of the island. Uh, so in the short time I played it, um, I, I learned a bunch of different puzzle mechanics. Um, I found a bunch of different areas. Um, and then and uh, when Mr. Blow came back in and sort of gave me a tour of the full island and pulled up and showed me all these different areas, um, he said it was about a 10 to 20 hour game, depending on how good you were at puzzles, basically. 
Um, shorter if you're better at puzzles or longer? I think shorter if you're better at puzzles because you'll beat them quicker. Uh, I, I'm going to ask the judges for an extra 10 seconds. Um, <laughs> so, um, and it was, it, was, uh, it, was, it was interesting. It was very much like a distillation of a kind of classic adventure game um, mechanics, uh, something like Myst, but, you know, the puzzles are almost, um, it, you know, overtly expressed as actual puzzles in the real world. Uh, your inventory is removed and you're using puzzles as the means of kind of access to new areas and, and getting past things. Um, and it seemed like a very interesting, you know, sophomore effort follow-up to, uh, to Braid. Um, so... The Witness. Okay. Interesting. I feel like we should uh, kick back, though. We've been talking about games for a little while. Yeah. It's three games in a row. and I'm, First off, a little follow-up on Witness. Let's talk about Witness. Okay, fine. We'll take a little break. Good thinking. Um, sounds whack. Yeah, I was, I'll be honest, really, really like tired before you started describing that. And now I might be dead. It's like... What's more than tired is that? It's dead. like a bunch of puzzles. Like, I can get you my Gammy's Sudoku, but, like, my Nani Sudoku is, like, three ninety nine at Rite Aid. So I can just get you that, and you can be puzzling the night away. Yeah. No, but, th- but think about it. Fifteen people made these puzzles. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, my boy Will Shorts cranks out 15 of those motherfuckers every week. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. He'll crank out so, puzzles. So, the puzzles are... Um, you know, it's interesting. There, there's a sort of um, story that's being layered on top of the gameplay. So, you know, you find a little book or, or, or you know, there's the mystery of the island itself, which was sort of the, the, the curiosity of mist. Wait, wait, you just sidestepped something. Am I going to have to read? Is that no, what you're going no, you're, no, you're, you're no, to have to no. find a book? Like, wait, like, wait, wait, wait. I mean, there's a mystery of the island. No, I'm I said, to, I'm I'm to, say you find audio recorders. It's, like never, audio it's recorders. like Neverhood. You have to walk past like an 80 screen long wall and read the whole story. <laughs> no, there's audio recorders that, that deliver a story to you. Ooh, like there's, audio? I like that. Yeah, I you like, have to listen I like to hearing. It. Yeah, yeah, I like listening. Uh, there's mutant freaks that you shoot. Really? Yeah, you didn't get that part? No, I didn't get to that part. Uh, Are you a laser I think he's babe? lying. He's I, 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 yeah, Are you a laser babe? So, um... It was... It was a, uh... If you're into... If you like the cut of Miss Jib... But think, you know, what would Miss look like today if it was updated and if, uh, and if it was an art game? Which is more fascinating, this game or a sensory deprivation tank? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, this game or nothing. <laughs> literally, literally nothing. The absence of stimuli. I'm going to go with this game. Okay. I know it's a controversial pick. But uh, I I really enjoyed it. I, I didn't know what to expect, and um, I found myself enjoying. Guys, guys, I, I I do want to I want I want to be fair here. His game has a lot of thing going for it. It's got it's got puzzles. It's got a lot of thing going it's for got, it. It's got, got a lot of, it's got a lot of thing going for it. It's got puzzles. It's got puzzles. Puzzles. It's got, it's got the up to date gameplay of Mist. <laughs> cutting edge. It, it, it has the combination of red, yellow, and blue to create a sensory of colors on the screen. <laughs> That's all three primary colors. That is all, it, There's it, no more primary colors to stick in there. All three primary colors. I do want to bring up one other point, though. Yes. Um, I know the name of the developer. So do that's, do that's you just, really? That's just an interesting point. I also know the name of the developer. Worth noting. No, you know the na- you know the name of the man who's developing no. the game. No, I know the name of my game's developer. Oh, okay. It's called Moss Hive. Like and you're Googling it. No, he needs to Google to find oh, out who made I his found pick. The name of, of, I also found the name of, of, of the studio that made Small Arms out. Do you know what it is? Oh, I don't actually. It's Gastronaut Studios. They're oh. in Washington. Oh, they're in Washington. It's funny. They're, they, they were founded in Capitol Hill, Washington, D.C., and they relocated to Capitol Hill, Seattle. That's like, weird. How many Capitol Hills are there? Also, the furries. 
how's your guys' uh, second time out? How's your week been? You go get a phone. You just want a phone to talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know, the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice, easy solution save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month? Say bye to your overpriced wireless plan's jaw-dropping monthly bills. The unexpected overages sound familiar? To get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. It's been uh, busy. I was a little scared about the earthquake, um, but since then it's been okay. Yeah. Yeah, I had some uh, really good salads. Can we talk about those? Absolutely we can. There's a really good salad place. I guess it's a chain in San Francisco called Specialties. By the way, this show is sponsored by Specialties. (laughs) And what's their specialty? Uh, Salads. (laughs) And they also make a really good semi-sweet chocolate chip cookie. That's good. I don't like too much sweet because I'm not mm, When I want a cookie, I want it to be bland. <laughs> <laughs> this cookie is just the right amount of bitter. Oh, no. I don't want to. I, I would hate to be too happy. I don't want to have too much fun. I'm on vacation after all. I'm not. Uh, when, when, we, when I was in high school, we, uh, we would sell candy. And I once uh, sold my Spanish teacher a bag of Skittles. And three months later, she said, I still have... Half the bag of Skittles you gave me, you sold me. I was like, oh, really? She's like, yeah, I have to, I have to cut them in half. They're too sweet. <laughs> so she had, she opened the bag of Skittles and left it open for three months. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure she wrapped it up maybe with like a. a oh yeah, anybody who's cutting maybe. Skittles in half knows how to use tinfoil. Yeah, you're vacuum sealing that ass. <laughs> it also doesn't make them less sweet to cut them in half. <laughs> No, well, no, I know, but it's like it's she like couldn't the, handle the, the rush. Oh, she probably rush. actually let it sit in a glass of water and then she drank it. So it's funny to joke about it. It's funny to joke about it, but what if she actually had a super advanced, almost evolved uh, sugar intake mechanism? You're saying that what if she was a super taster? What Wait, if she was no, 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 you, you didn't even say taste. You said intake mechanism, which makes me think. Like a that, proboscis? Yeah, that, yeah uh, maybe that some, she has pressed it against her forehead and then just absorbs by her skin. Yeah, well, I'm saying, like, what if your body processes sugar in such a way that you're like, I could eat a lot of Skittles, no big deal. What if a single Skittle from her gave her the strength to flip a bus? <laughs> Does <laughs> sugar do that? <laughs> hey, if she doesn't for you or I. I'm trying to bring up, I'm trying to ask you to expand your horizons yeah. and think so, about what... So, you think she's yeah, an X-Men. I, I, I hate to poke a hole in, the, in this logic, <laughs> but what does super taste have to do with super strength? No, I'm saying... Yeah, they're I'm not saying it's taste. I'm saying it's how your... I didn't say taste. I'm saying it's, I said intake. It's how your body takes the sugar. Not, oh. Now you're talking about how she metabolizes. I'm not about talking about how... Exactly. You nailed it. Yeah. Metabol- metabolize. Yeah, but that has to do with like the way your body takes that sugar into it. 
and then and then uses it, I guess. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Guys, I write about video games. It's like doing a show with Philip K. Dick. It's amazing. <laughs> what uh, I'm asking you to do is just consider that Justin's teacher was probably a superhero. <laughs> uh, uh, by the way, everyone, uh, Arrowhead is the name of the development studio. Oh, that's great. You they, remembered they, they, it they, and they, didn't they, Google they, it at they, all. They, they made Magicka, which is a game I love, which makes that's, it even worse that I would... That I is embarrassing. And then they also, I think, partnered with another studio called Pixel Diet. Are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Is Google sure? Count on Arrowhead. Uh, semi-count on Pixel Diet. Okay. <laughs> um, so I, I uh, this week, first off, I wanted to say that my game last week was Code Runner, and I had a meeting. Oof. I had the, hold on, I had a meeting with the, entire Code Runner development team today. I had lunch with... Well, not lunch. They had had lunch, and I was just sitting at the table. Uh, all three guys, all three of the Rocket Chicken uh, uh, development wow. team, and they were... They listened to the show, and they were honestly a little hurt. By that little hurt? That we, it lost? That it lost, and the, everyone was so dismissive. So, just reminded everybody to go out by Code Runner. It's one ninety nine this week. I'm gonna try it out. Okay. Give it a shot. I'm gonna give it a shot. I think you really they like deserve it. a fair shot. I uh, spoke to the Waking Mars people today, and uh, I met their audio guy outside the noodle. Place. Oh, you did, and yeah. and uh, well, Bobby, they, yeah, their programmer David Queena had not listened to the show and sort of mocked me for uh, everything that I did. So, oh, well, that's not very nice. I know, but he made a great game. So check so, it out. So check it out. Um, what what do you got this week, JMO? I'm trying to remember. You don't even remember what game you're bringing. This is a really a dynamite pick you My got game, here. Riveting. The only game I played is like. What? What? Can't talk about Spider-Man. Can't talk about Katura. So okay, so I saw a sorcery. That looks. Wow. <laughs> sorcery is a game where you cast spells with the move, and you like. We can just have you, you just stop there. Hold on, let me get something better than that. Uh, I can't think of anything really fun I played. Um, <laughs> you already started on sorcery. Sorcery is a game where you cast spells <laughs> with the move. Okay, so they've aged up the the hero. It's been in it's been on hiatus basically. It's been in hibernation. Uh, so they they aged up the character. He's now like a like the sorcerer, the titular sorcerer. Uh, he's now a like teenager um and the combat system is actually fairly deep um you have five different spells you have lightning fire ice earth and uh there's like a basic arc Heart. wind Heart. actually um and there's first there's a different spells called for different situations if you come up against an enemy with a shield for example you can cast an earth spell at the minute casting is basically just to flick your wrist um, and, and most spells have an area of effect attack where you can swipe it across the ground. Like, if, you're, if you've got the fire selected, you can swipe across the ground and create a line of fire that enemies have to walk through. Um, there's also a... With the wind spell, you can layer the different spells. So if you cast the area of effect with the wind spell, it makes a tornado. You cast fire into it, it creates a fire tornado and that you can actually blow around uh, and, and into enemies. So... There is a certain level of like, and you can. There's levels of strategy. Like you can freeze an enemy, and then fire our, uh, your basic arcane bolts out of the, him, and they will ricochet 
away. So it, a game that wasn't super interesting before now looks like it has like an interesting combat system and the, the aesthetics are are much improved and it doesn't look nearly as kiddie as it used to. Oh, God, it's over. Uh, question about the game. I actually think the way you pitched it sounded interesting. Okay. How, how absent of joy is it to actually play it? No, it's fun. I, 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 had, I actually had a good time. The, the, the only thing that is kind of weird is in the actual casting of spells, um, you, there's not a targeting mechanism per se. So if you're if there's a guy up high, like he has the, the, the height advantage on you, you kind of cast overhand to try to hit him. Hit him. Um, and sometimes the angles on it just did not work very well. Do you um, think maybe because you don't enjoy sport? No, I love sport. I'm Mr. Sports. Mr. Um, Sport. Hoops is what I think call you. And you can do like trick shots, for example. So if you do like an overhand or like around the side, you know, Spin you can loop. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, what you're yeah. saying is that this is bowling for nerdy kids with no. PlayStation moves. No, there's a lot you of... You can do a hook. It's on your wrist. There's a lot of depth to the combat. Uh, yeah, oh, there's a... There's a... There's an alchemy system that's actually kind of neat. It's how oh, That it, sounds it, neat. It's what you use for leveling. So you get three... <laughs> Ingredients and you mix them uh-huh. in a bottle and you drink the bottle and you oh. actually have to shake it up. Oh yeah. yeah, and it changes and the color it... indicator. So it was like, wait, a wait. you shake it up and the top turns red and then. Oh you drink wow! It. I wish you could see what just went down. <laughs> this is like a shake weight, yeah. guys. <laughs> it, the, the shaking was going down by his ding dong, <laughs> and then and then the drinking was going a little side of his mouth. All right. With the red top on your PlayStation move. What I'm saying is it's coming out May 22nd, and everybody should tune in. I think it's going to shock the world. <laughs> your enthusiasm did raise over the course of this. Well, uh, talking. I was Justin, remembering how fun it was. Justin's a, 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 a consummate performer. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he it, knew that he had to pull something. Build to a, con- you know, build to a climax, if you will. The pick snake oil. The color of the of Snake the move. Sales. Come on, come on, come, come on. Come here. Oh, I've got some sorcery for you. How? I'll turn your your move knobs from green to red. <laughs> it's it's neat. What it happens? Maybe if you slurp it down, it'll make you feel all better. <laughs> no? Well, it's worked for the old people down in Shuffle Town. <laughs> Oh, no, that doesn't sound good at all. Uh, it sounds, yeah. All sounds right. like I'm getting duped. <laughs> Here's what I, I just think it's going to be, uh, speaking of PC games, is a uh, <laughs> small platform. Yeah. Uh, Why, because it's on the move? Lots of people have moves. Yeah, I mean, lots. Yeah, lots of people. They just announced 10 million move devices sold to, uh, here at GDC, and that 10 million includes... Um, <laughs> Here's how you know they don't have a lot of stuff. That 10 million included the, the navigation controller. <laughs> oh, so, yes. so double. So yeah. pre- there's many people just buying the navigation controller alone is what they're, like, trying to... Oh, yeah. Yeah, ton- yeah, sure. And, of course, like, so if you have a move control and a navigation control and a second move control, it's three devices per person. So. Yeah. And if you want to do, like, archery for two people, <laughs> that's four move devices. <laughs> it's just kind of... I don't know. Okay. Uh, so I think it's time to take a preliminary vote. Okay. okay. Uh, what's everybody's... What's Russ, let's start with you. What's your gut? And I can't vote for myself. Uh, no. No more. Of the games that I have heard, I guess Chris Plant's game probably sounds the best. Yeah! What the hell? Hello. It's coming out on Hello. PC and it's a... Oh shit, I forgot no, no, about no, that. No, 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 all these are coming out on PC. No, that's not true. Mine's XPOA. Mine's XPOA. Mine's a PS3 game. 
I have don't, played don't, The don't. Witness, and I actually do really like The Witness. Yeah, yeah, but don't. Even though I made fun of it earlier. Uh, Who wants to make fun you, of it? I, th- I think you should go with what your gut was. Go with your gut. Go with your gut. No, gonna, I hated gonna, Small you're, Arms you're, so much, and I think it's like no, no, Small no, Arms. No, 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 no. Sorcery. No, no, no. Yes! What? Yes! No way. It's still not The Witness? You actually... What? You actually... Quit it. The Witness might never come out. Chris Plant, your turn. I'm, I was, don't be political. I was really happy to give it to Spelunky. I you was, should. Don't be political. Because I really do think that's the game. It is. That is the best game of this week. I really do. Here's the thing. No. Last minute rule change. <laughs> the judges in Sweden, they messed it all up. Yeah. Now, now I'm deeply concerned about my chances for winning. So I think I'm going to have to just split the vote and give it to Witness. Whoa. Well, Witness say that's a good game. Whoa. <laughs> Did I tell you that it's a lot like Mist? Whoa. It's good. Chris. So if I vote for Chris Grant's game, it rhymes with Chris Plant. No, no, no. Un- unacceptable. Right. Sorry. Well, well, interesting. Go on, on gut. Go on your gut. <clears throat> on quality feeling. I'm going on gut. And here's the thing. I think uh, I'm not not a not a Smash Brothers guy, so you say Smash Brothers and I say, Meh. yeah, I'm interested. Um, I think sorcery sounds like a train wreck. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, every part of it sounds like the 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 worst idea. Um, Spelunky sounds like it might not be my kind of game. Oh. I hear like roguelike, and you die, and you start from the beginning. I'm kind of like, mm, well, yeah, yeah. I'm a busy man. I'm, I'm jet setting, globe trot. There's deathmatch too. You can play that in five minutes. Here's the things I know. I know that every once in a while, Fresh is like, "Yeah, try this game," and I'm like, "Fresh, that sounds stupid." He's like, "Trust me, it's a it's a solitaire game that you play, but it's like with golf." And I'm like, "That sounds like those are my two least favorite things in the world, but it's pretty good." So I think if he's gonna say that this stupid game where you die and you have to die in real life is the best game of the week, I'm inclined to agree with him. So my vote is Splunky. I think I think I see where this is going. I think I'm seeing the first ever four-way tie. What? Who did you pick? I picked I picked the witness. Now witness sounds pretty good. What? Yeah, witness. No. It's <laughs> pretty good. Woo! Yeah, congratulations, guys. Witness our, to our very first ever guesty winner. Chris Grant. I'm like crushed. I pulled it out. The witness. I, it sounds fun. It's I, cool. I, I, did, I did not see this coming. Also, Why did you pick the witness? Games. How did you not see a clincher? It looks. I I I mix my ones and my twos. Plus, when Jonathan Bull hears about it, he's like, "Good job." No. <laughs> He'll be very like staid that. when he tells us how much. Now he here's the real question: Is is the witness better than the ability to keep your dead dad alive? You know what's a shame is that in Spelunky, you can play with people on multiplayer, as I've mentioned, but you could also, they can die, and in real life. Here, here's, they can be brought back no, to no. life. Here, here, here's a good thing. Here's That's a good the thing only- for, for Grumpy Pants over here, Little Big Baby. Yeah. The game is coming out in months. Maybe it'll make a comeback appearance when it's yeah. actually. Oh, that's, that's true. What this guess that's is. true. Here's the other thing I'll say about the witness. It's a mystery. There if are, it will ever come out. There's, a, there's tape recorders with somebody's voice talking to you on it. Who's to say that's not somebody's dead dad? Uh, that's, uh, a, that's, no, that's no, a stretch. No. SSX literally lets you have your dad play, save his ghost times, and then race against him after he passes away. 
That's not something that's, the witness can live up for. Legit. That's legit. And you can do it while listening to the song Tricky. Okay, so how about this? The Witness is a really sad game, maybe, because it seems like it might be. And so maybe it's about somebody's dad dying. There are a lot of maybes. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I, I just don't know because it's a mystery, guys. That's the whole point. I, it sounds neat, but unfortunately, I have to stick with SSX. Yeah, I'm going to go with SSX. I think, yeah, I think it's SSX. All right, so our still reigning game of the year. Sorry, Jay Blow, I tried. Is SSX. Uh, Chris Grant, thank you so much for joining us on the Besties. Thank you, gentlemen. I like clapping. And, and uh, for next week, I'm sure there are a few people listening who are going, uh, this game came out this week from Bioware named Mass Effect. It was supposed to crush SSS. <laughs> and for you, I, what I want you to know is don't worry. I Am Alive is coming next week. <laughs> we're going to bring some gems. We're, we're bringing back the best stuff next week. You're going to have to listen in. Have you guys heard of... Pinochle? <laughs> well, what Lovely. if I mixed it with golf? Fresh Six back next week with backgammon. Check it out. <laughs> backgammon hockey. It's a, it's a fresh thing joint. Uh, it's actually a first-person shooter. It's yeah. excellent. Uh, if you want some actual, real, insightful analysis uh, and and critique and, and news about games, you can go to the uh, theverge.com forward slash gaming. That is the temporary Vox Games home. We will have our own home later this year. And we'd ask that you follow us on Vox Games on Twitter. It's at Vox Games. Uh, and we're on Facebook too, forward slash Vox Games. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, we'll be back next Friday on Besties. Because shouldn't the world's best friends choose the world's best games? 